Just because I liked him a lot didn't mean I was boy crazy. I was just romantic, and nothing was wrong with that. I'd show those girls a thing or two. I'd show them that I wasn't crazy over boys, but boys were crazy over me. It would be easy. I would watch Taffy Sinclair to see what she did. Boys were always following her around. Of course, I wouldn't make friends with her. I wouldn't be caught dead doing a thing like that. I would just watch her, maybe even take notes, and then practice flirting in my mirror. The more I thought about my great idea, the greater it seemed. It wouldn't be long before everyone would know how attractive and fabulous I was, and all my former friends would be so jealous they'd probably die. The thing is, when she's following around, figuring out, like, what is, what, how does she attract boys, this brings us back to the problem of the first book. She's just going to be like, oh, no, I need boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Taffy has. That, that was that the I secret don't. ingredient all along. Right. All along. <laughs> boobs. Is this, like, yeah. single white female for kids? What the hell is this? You're going to find out in a minute, uh, Blake. Sort of. All right. I already hate it. All right. Let's get going. Let's roll. Welcome to another episode of Are You There Pod. It's me, Jessica. It's me, Josh. And Josh, what do we do in this podcast? Uh, we talk about a young adult book. <laughs> what did you forget? No, yeah, uh, we talk about a young adult book or a very young adult. I don't know. They, they're aging now. They're in sixth grade. They're in sixth grade. They're getting older. They're almost in junior high or middle school. I don't know so, how. Every, every town is different. But what book? Wait, what book did we do this time? It is called Taffy Sinclair Strikes Again. Yeah, she did. This is <laughs> Strikes this Again is... with those cannons. No. <laughs> I'm cutting that. I'll cut it. I'll cut it. You won't. No, you don't. say this every time and then it's still there. Yeah. Because so, I decide. Uh, Josh. You, no, yeah. The, the, well, the, oh, by Betsy Haynes. What else do I say? Oh, no. That's it. I thought you were going to add something else to that. I thought you were. Oh, no. Uh, this is the sequel to the Against Taffy Sinclair Club, which we did. Last April, something like that. I don't. Oh no, it was. It was a long. Time it was ago. a year ago. It was a back to school themed book. Ooh, and it's been about a year. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we had to catch up and see what Taffy and uh, the gang were and up those to. Twins are up to. <laughs> was that the episode where I cut? Ca- or well, me no, and, that was me Sweet and Valley High. Oh man, yeah, so many good books to say and twins too. <laughs> I did the, the, you can't gonna, see, but I'm shaking my head. I'm going to drop in the music again, the Antoine song. Don't do it. <laughs> yes. I hate it. Are there any? Okay, do you have you been watching Bizarro uh, quarantine sports or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Are there any good new sports songs? Or uh, have has there not been a good one since Twins? I honestly, uh, when I like watch football and the commercials come out, I mute it and read. So you're missing, I don't, the, you're missing the all the best. I'm shit. sure. I'm sure there's there's doing? some. I'm sure there's some insanely sexist oh, Bud yeah. Light Bud Light ads that uh, um, have have just degrading songs for women in them. Right. You're probably miss, missing Mr. Peanut and his son Peanut Jr. Oh, baby, I, baby nut. Baby, baby nut. Everyone hates. Everyone hates that nut, right? Baby nut. What from what I heard, aged rapidly and is now. Uh, toddler nut he can now drink so that he can advertise booze <laughs> oh, okay. <That's> good. 
<laughs> but we don't know the legal. We don't know the legal drinking age for peanuts, though. I it's mean, the same once, as people. Once oh, he puts okay. he puts on a monocle and walks into the uh, liquor store and confuses them. They're like, "Well, well, he's got a monocle and top hat on." You know, what's the name? Planters. Yeah. Planters, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Are they introducing? They should introduce a craft theme, be- a peanut butter themed oh craft God. beer. I would drink the shit yeah. out of that. I mean, I've liked peanut butter beers before. There's a really good one called Absence of Light that is like a peanut butter uh, stout. Okay, yeah. It, this is brought to you by Absence of Light. We're already mm-hmm. derailed enough. Okay, so. okay, okay. <laughs> God. All right, fine. I thought we just dive Speaking in because I think. Speaking of what are you drinking? Oh, okay. This is the theme. Theme well, drink. I don't really have a theme drink. Um, I just wanted something that would get me just a tiny bit googie. So I went with this Tiki Rum Mai Tai. It is 12.5% alcohol. Oh, boy. <laughs> I've almost finished the can, and I am feeling it. Like, I got a nice buzz going on. Blake, what you doing? I'm drinking Blue Moon Iced Coffee Blonde because nothing says uh, basic-ass dummy than a beer okay. that's flavored like a blonde iced coffee. Taffy is Taffy's blonde, Taffy's so that works. Oh, okay, uh, yeah. And is she an ice queen? Uh, yes, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, it she's works. Certainly, something. Well, I'm. I, this isn't thematic at all. I'm just drinking a Stalinade. It's just a. <laughs> it's just a soda from the Bam. from the from, from the candy shop downtown. Oh I want you know and he really is drinking a Stalinade. Like it yeah. says, Chern- Chernobyl brewed. Stalin is on it. it says secret KGB flavor. It's red. The real red soda, yeah, it's a red soda is okay. is the tagline. Just the stupidest thing. They also have. Well, never mind. I'm sure I'll introduce them at in later episodes. Some I'm pretty other, excited about your uh, soda other, collection. Other leaders and heroes. You of, need to make a world. please make a tweet about Stalinade, but like tag every conservative pundit to just cause a freak out. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. It'll be on Fox News tomorrow morning. I was I was thinking yesterday. <laughs> I was thinking I should become one of those. You know how conservatives get mad about things that aren't real. Yes. Mm-hmm. You, like, like you just see like guys on Twitter that are mad about some random like. Listen to what they're teaching in schools now. Mm-hmm. I I thought I want to be a guy who te- says who claims and go, like goes viral that. Uh, they're no longer teaching Beethoven in schools. Now they're teaching Nellie's country grammar. <laughs> I was hoping he would say wet ass pussy. I was hoping he would go there. <laughs> no, the, we're doing the classics. Yeah, though. exactly. Okay. The classical music. Yeah. Uh, country but grammar Nellie's is Nellie's country grammar specifically. <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's good. Maybe I would claim specifically like in St. Louis schools. Okay, that makes sense. Well, yeah. that's that's local history, though. They should no, be teaching it. it, it, it they should be teaching it. Yes, they should. absolutely. When yeah. I... They should be teaching about every St. Lunatics album. <laughs> when I was a freshman at MSU, uh, that album had just dropped, and all the St. Louis kids, that's mm. all you heard coming out oh of the dorms, God. out of cars, as you walked by. I know some country grammar. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I'd evangel. All you heard was the song Tip Drill <laughs> over and over. What is that? Some uh, CCM or what is that? No, it's Christian a, it's ska. A, it's a Nelly song. Tip drill, like the video, or at least he's featured in it. Never mind, oh. it's gross. <laughs> Look, we don't need to talk about this anymore. No, let's let's continue. Let's plow okay. ahead with the book, folks. Right. Yeah, chapter chapter one, page one. I'm keeping. Are you we going to try to do this pretty quickly? Like, what is and like you can edit this out. Like, how fast do we want to fly through this? I mean, we'll just go through. It's not that long. Not that long, but for some go, reason I have five pages of notes. Yeah, you have too many notes, but just 
read it at a normal pace and All right. I'll keep you on track. I'm not going to let you get off track. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So we pick up basically where we left off. The girls who were members of the Against Taffy Sinclair Club have decided to evolve into a new self-improvement club. Oh, and they've yeah. decided upon a name for the club. Josh, do you remember the name? It's just Fabulous Five. It's the Fabulous Five. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Copyright. <laughs> is it? Okay. Uh, and their goal is to work as hard as they can to become the most gorgeous popular girls in sixth grade at what, Mark Twain Elementary. And what they're going to do is improve not just their bodies, but now their mind and their bodies. Yes. And their spirits. And, they're just going to... And- <laughs> And Jana says, uh, but we can't – one of them, uh, the feminist one, I forget who that is, uh, is like, we need to work on our minds. Bodies don't matter, <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. It's and, Katie. Katie's the yeah, feminist. okay. Nice. And so Taffy says she's not going to neglect her body. This is in, her internal thinking. No, this is a great line. I have it written down. The one about slipping intelligence? Yeah. it's. Uh, she says yeah. – <laughs> We were not going to neglect our, neglect our bodies. Not if I had anything to say about it. That was what boys noticed first. You could slip intelligence and great personalities in on them later. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, I thought that uh, that's was just good, good advice. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Um, did you say what year this came out? <laughs> Trying oh, to get a feel uh, for what era. Eighty four. Eighty four. That's the year I was born. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What part of the country is this supposed to be in? It's in Connecticut. Really? Because mm-hmm. I was thinking Mark Twain school. Uh, these events take place in the real town of Bridgetown, Connecticut. That was some research I did that I was going to drop in later because I was going to add my research at the end. For no, you reasons can... you'll find out later. Okay. Yeah. Normally I do it at the beginning, but this time it'll be at the end. All right. So, twist. Yeah, twist. So um, they decide they're not going to take minutes at their meetings because they don't want those coming back to haunt them like they did in the previous, you know, from their previous experience, when they were when they were uh, recording the size of their breasts <laughs> in a notebook. Are you, are you taking notes on a criminal fucking conspiracy? Right. <laughs> Not going to do that. Josh knows what. Um. So, uh, their first objective from the meeting was to analyze themselves before their next meeting and list all their faults, so they know what they should improve. And then Jana, she's thinking about all her faults, and she can't really think of anything. And then she decides, you know, what would be easier. It would be easier if we just list each other's faults. Because she is, when she's like, this is this dummy's fault. This is this one. This is the fault with her. This is like, she's thinking this. And she's like, but what's wrong with me? Nothing. (laughs) Nothing could go wrong with this method. Her faults faults are, uh, I'm a klutz and I'm bossy. Like, that's literally what she wrote down. Like, I'm kind of klutzy. The second one is. One of her is her fault. Basically, those are my faults too. I agree with Jana. I'm a klutz and I'm pretty bossy. Is she a girl boss? Hashtag. Um, that, no. That, no one uses that girl phrase anymore. And boss. Wait. <laughs> okay. So Jana decides that she wants to call a special meeting of the Fabulous Five for the next day, but it's getting kind of late, so she can't call her friends. So she goes to bed, and we learn that she has this secret ritual before she goes to bed, where she removes. Wait. Oh, sorry. You have, you have skipped my favorite character. Wait, what? Wally Pink Pinkerman. What do you mean to say about him, though? He's her mom's boyfriend. He's a bowling nut. He loves. That's how she <laughs> describes him. This this guy, this motherfucker, loves bowling. It's the his only personality trait is he loves bowling. He brings over his bowling trophies to show uh, his her girlfriend. mom. Yeah. 
and 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 uh, Jana. He watches bowling on TV. He's always at the lanes. <laughs> he does love bowling. This guy reeks of smoke at all times. <laughs> he has to. Like they didn't say it, but this is this is the '80s at a bowling alley. This guy would just have a cloud of cigarette smoke around him at all times. Do you think he looks like um like Woody Harrelson and Kingpin maybe? Or is that not what happens? That, not that attractive. Okay, is that what happens though? Whenever the '80s evolves into the '90s, like in the '80s, he was still right. like young and slightly attractive, and then yeah, as years progressed, he became he fell apart. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Maybe that's what happened. But yeah. Okay. She does talk about there's a Saturday night ritual where her mom and and um Pink well it's Pink Wally Pink Pinkerman um they. Go bowl, and he always brings her a pizza all to herself, and mm. she just stays home alone and eats the pizza and watches whatever she wants on TV. So this girl's living high on the hog. Yeah, she really yeah, does have yeah. a good life. And then, and then she has her nightly ritual where she goes to bed. She takes down her Miss Piggy poster, and behind it, <laughs> behind the Miss Piggy poster, is a poster of a boy she has a crush on, Randy Kerwin. Oh my! Wait, is it a like a celebrity boy? No, it's a boy. Oh from no, school. no, no! Why is there is a poster it, of this... a boy from school? Okay. <laughs> You know what? This is why, this is why it's weird. She did she go to Kinkos and ha- like blow this up? <laughs> Basically, yeah. That's she went to a store and had them shit. blow up his school oh photo from God. the yearbook. Yes. Am I correct? Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And she said, "I have school pictures of some other cute boys, and I once oh thought of God. having posters made of some of them too. No. Maybe one for every day of the week. But five bucks a piece is a lot of money. And besides." Randy's the one I like best. So every night. They're not the Backstreet Boys. She takes down that Miss Piggy poster, plugs her nightlight in underneath it so she can see him in the dark and fall asleep under his gaze. Not since Hey Arnold has such creepy shit been perpetrated against men by some... I didn't, watch a, I didn't watch a lot of Hey Arnold. I don't get that. So. I don't get that, but I'm, explain, but I'm it to, explain it to the older millennials who okay. were beyond that. All right. Uh, younger millennials will recall Helga's secret closet shrine to Arnold where she worshipped an effigy of him. Okay. I'm guessing Helga is like a mean girl. Yes. She's like mean they too. Don't like she bullies Arnold. She's his bully. Based on the name Helga, I'm guessing. Helga Pataki. Like kind of the- uh, by day, she bullies Arnold. By night, she uh, rubs off to him. Ew. <laughs> I didn't write the show. Okay, so diving back in here the next day. At night, she humps her stuffed animals to it. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I mean, that's what girls do anyway. We just hump stuffed animals. So anyway. Um, So um, the next day, Beth calls before Jana can do it, which kind of irks Jana. But she decides, hey, we have to have a special emergency meeting of the Fabulous Five because I have a great idea. So they all congregate, and at the meeting, Beth says her idea is to go to the local shirt shop after school and have special Fabulous Five t-shirts printed (laughs) for everyone in the group. And then there's like a little bit of a problem with money because you find out that Melanie, who is the, I'm going to put like air quotes around it, but the chubby one who loves brownies... I mean, I think I think Janet literally says she's a, she's chubby and she loves brownies. You know, like yeah, um, it's true. But we That's don't know we don't know what she looks like. Is what I'm saying. We all we have is we Janet's do on the cover. She, there's she, no chubby girls on the cover. There never are. There never is. Find a chubby I mean, girl. We we can't see their bodies because of the way they're posed. Mostly, mm, I don't buy that. 
But Melanie confesses that she spent all of her allowance at the movie theater on junk food. So everyone has to chip in to get Melanie's shirt for her. (laughs) Guess what her fault is, according to Jana. I mean, this is just this is just establishing uh, uh, this is character work. Yes, exactly. It's just building the characters. So um, and then Jana reveals her idea and she thinks that that they should be true and honest friends and just tell each other what our worst faults are. And they agree to have two to three traits listed for each member by the next meeting. So after they get all the money together and they get their T-shirts, they wear their T-shirts to school together. All five of them. And their cool Fab Five T-shirts. And did they did they bedazzle this shit? I don't know like, if they bedazzled it, but I like picking, to think they I'm did. Those like spray shirts that you can get at the mall. Like oh, like the airbrushed, like the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. I, that's that's probably too like nineties, early two thousands. Might but. be more like late eighties, yeah, or nineties. Yeah. Totally. This this I'm seeing. I remember my sister was dating a guy, and they got matching airbrush shirts. And it was their names on – it had a street light, a lamppost on it, mm-hmm. and it was in the intersection of two <laughs> streets. Nice. It, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I always wondered when that was just my name and Blake got me one for my birthday this year. So that's pretty cool. Do they oh, still yeah. make those at the mall? No, you have to order them online now. Yeah, you have to order them online now because I remember we went to the uh, – That's why malls are dying. That's why malls are dying. Millennials <laughs> killed malls. Air- millennials <laughs> killed airbrush shops. Thanks a lot, Millennials. <laughs> So, uh, no, we um, we were at the Ozark Empire Fair uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's where you should see. And that's where you should get your airbrush tees, right? Is at the yeah. local county fair. And did not happen. We could not. We walked all over. Well, I mean, it's not like You were looking huge... specifically for them? No, I was looking. Ex- yes. Yes. Of for... course we were. What yeah. else is there Is that do? what you went to the fair for? No, we went because we had free tickets. I thought you were gonna okay. But like, I thought you were gonna name a terrible band that you saw. No, at no, the, no, no. At the grandstand. We they had free had... admission to the fair, and Blake was like, "Let's go eat garbage food." And I was like, "Okay." I regretted that food very quickly. He did eat a gigantic fried cheese log. Oh, I'm God. not gonna lie; it was the biggest fried cheese log I've uh, ever seen in my life. Let's not talk about that. Anyway, but the fair has barnyard animal feces mm-hmm. as far as the eye can see, mm-hmm. but no shirt airbrushing. Mm-hmm. It's a fucking joke. No, and all the little uh, carnival games you could play, like their 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 prizes. For some reason, they all involved a banana that looked like a Rastafarian. Like you could <laughs> yeah, win yeah, yeah. him oh, in they various love sizes. They yeah. love that problematic guy. I once saw him at. Uh, I once saw him. I once saw him at the. <laughs> <laughs> I I saw one of them. Who at is he? The, at, at the Goodwill, and I almost <laughs> bought it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, put it in the store. I was like, I could do something with this incredible. This will be funny, a really funny joke, right? <laughs> well, someone won that for their girl, and they broke up, and the girl got rid of it. That's the story of the yeah. Rastafarian oh, yeah. Yeah. banana. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. So <laughs> they wear their uh, their shirts to school, and Jana's kind of nervous because she's like, what will Randy think when he realizes I am one of the fabulous five. Like he's probably never thought of me as fabulous before, but he's going to see me in this t-shirt that is proclaiming to the world that I am fabulous. And maybe, maybe he'll think that being one of the fabulous five is a big honor. Like uh, maybe some important committee appointed them to that. And it's kind of like, you know, winning a Nobel prize. Maybe, maybe he'd start treating her a little better. Maybe he'd pay attention. If he it is, have- it is, it- it's funny that 
they have just decided we're all going to make matching shirts, walk into the school, and everyone's going to know we are cool. <laughs> the, the, the five of us who have always been best friends and have always hung out together exclusively, now that we're proclaiming it on shirt, people will finally recognize us for our uh, intelligence and beauty. Mm-hmm. It's about time, you know? It's not bad. It's not bad logic. And, I get it. And they're thinking, you know what? Taffy's going to realize that they're the fabulous ones. Like, there's so many right, exactly. pluses going on right now. So um, they go inside the school. Well, first, let before they go inside the school, Beth kind of bursts Jana's bubble by pointing out that Taffy is flirting. And who is she flirting with? Not Randy. Randy. Anyone the, else but Randy. The poster boy. She's a literal poster boy. Uh, uh, she's flipping her hair around and mm-hmm. yeah. And that's when, you know what? That's when Jana just unzips that jacket and she's like, so what if Taffy Sinclair has designer jeans and a great looking lavender top? She's not one of the fabulous five. And that's when she sticks out her front so everyone can see (laughs) and they walk into the school building. And as they're getting ready to walk into class, Beth kind of freezes and uh, says, hey, um, what about Wiggins? We can't go into our classroom in these shirts because Wiggins will somehow call them out in front of everyone. She's a horrible, horrible teacher, right? Josh, she is... They keep, they, at the beginning, they, they talk about how mean and, uh, uh, like, how terrible she is and how scary she is. Yeah. They call her the terror of Mark Twain Elementary. That's what they call her, and they're afraid of how she'll react to their T-shirts. But the whole point, in my opinion, is they want people to see those. So right. wouldn't you want your teacher to be like, uh, why are you wearing those Fab Five T-shirts? And you go, um... We were appointed by a committee. Right. No, I I get that because I used to like as as like a as a young punk mm-hmm. who like wanted to like really stick it to the the adults and the power. I would wear like my anti flag shirt. Mm-hmm. Then once someone like an adult was around, I would like try to hide. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't want them to actually see it. Yeah. I don't want to challenge their authority. So I think it's the <laughs> same kind of thing. I don't want to have to discuss this guy burning a flag. With uh, yeah. You. It's when probably I... more like they don't want to have to describe what the Fab Five is in front of the whole class. Like right. that's that's the problem. When I get pulled I think... over, I cover up my millions of dead cops shirt and I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, is there a problem, officer? Uh, <laughs> I respect sir, you. I... I, I pull out my I, – I zip up my uh, blue blue line uh, hoodie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I do want to tell uh, you I, about – Your life matters, sir. Can I explain two incidences that yes. happened to me in school regarding wardrobe choices? Yeah, were they malfunctions? They weren't malfunctions. Okay. They were purposely worn. So one of them was I stayed the night with a friend, and she had an old white zombie T-shirt she borrowed me. Or she loaned me. She borrowed me. What is this? <laughs> That's fine. Anyway, it's she the Ozarks, baby. She <laughs> she loaned me an old white zombie T-shirt, and on the front was like some fucking Rob Zombie artwork. You know, I don't Hell know, yeah. like a. You had to turn this inside out, didn't you? Wait. I hope there was a six six six. And it on somewhere. the back, it said, "Say you love Satan." Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll wear that t-shirt. And I wore it, and it wasn't until like third period or fourth period that someone noticed, some and I got called snitch. to the office, and I was like, who was the little snitch? I will not turn this in. It was some Christian. I, I can guess who it was. Someone who, wear, <laughs> someone who probably wore a t-shirt that was the Pepsi logo that said Jesus, the choice of the new generation under it. It's probably yeah. that girl. 
I'm not going to say uh, her a, name. The, a, she the, knows a, who she is. A Budweiser shirt that says Beweiser. <laughs> My brother had that one. <laughs> nice. So uh, I refused to turn it inside out, and they made me go home. My mom You was. refused? Yeah, I refused. But you just wanted cool. to go home, huh? Um, uh, yeah, they said they'd send me home if I wouldn't do it, and I was like, do it I'm then. I'm going home. Bye, which guys. Is, which is, which is, if, if, other, if people can wear shirts that say, say you love Jesus in the school, which I'm sure they can. That was my argument. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, call get the ACLU there. Uh, that was my argument as like a eleventh grader or however old I was. Nice. I was like, yeah. you know, so and so can wear Jesus Such a fucking shirts. bossy brat you are. <laughs> God. So then I went home, and then I remember in seventh grade at home ec, I got in trouble because I wore a nine inch nails t shirt, and on the back, it, this is it was upside down, so no one would have noticed it unless they looked very closely. And it said, God damn this noise inside my head, written upside down with another layer of like. You had to like take a magnifying glass and a mirror to this It was shirt. not that small. But because it was upside down and there was also like something else layered on top of it, like some other thing that was right side up. I didn't think anyone would notice it. In fact, my mom bought me that shirt and I don't think she noticed it. So. Yeah. Um, moms don't get it. Moms don't. Moms don't notice that stuff. So I was wearing it in home ec and a girl who didn't like me noticed it and told on me to the home ec teacher and she came to me and she's like i think you need to turn that inside out and because it was like six period i went ahead and did it but i was very mad why why are all these babies in your school tattling and in, in high school and you know what babies. that girl later on was showing off her hickeys that her boyfriend left on her chest in the shape of his initials so you know what Ugh. who's the worst person here oh, not the girl in the cool nine inch nail shirt that is disgusting yeah well her boyfriend was gross so whatever well, clearly he's he's marking Ugh. her. He's marking her with his initials in hickeys. Anyway, I don't want to get into a hickey conversation because we could talk a lot about hickeys. And so, whenever it comes up in a book, I've got like well, a million say, hickey stories. It's 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 surprising that uh, we haven't encountered hickeys at this point. It kind of is. It is. We will. I'm sure we'll get to something where there's hickeys. There's, we have to. There's got to be a book called like the Hickey Predicament. <laughs> Or something. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, yes, I, you, you would you would think it's just it's just a, 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 a quick plot thing of like I have a hickey, I I'm, I have to hide it from yeah. my yeah. parents or my teacher. Yeah, I'm saying it's the central yeah. element of a yeah, YA book. So I remember my sister's it's like a heist, but it's all <laughs> so it's all just hiding a hickey. My sister's first hickey was like in ninth grade or something. You never forget your first hickey. <laughs> you never forget <laughs> your sister's first hickey. But my. I've always, whenever I had any kind of make out such a boy, I'm like, if you leave me a hickey, I'll fucking kill you. Like that's, that was that's my attitude. No. What I said, no, uh, still do to Blake every night. I'm like, you leave me a hickey. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would, I, say, I would never. I say, mark your territory and spell your name. <laughs> spell so, your name in hickeys. But I remember my mom was like, my mom saw the hickey and she was just like, just put some toothpaste on it. That will help. <laughs> I don't think that actually. That doesn't that, help uh, at all. <laughs> it looks like the dry semen. On oh God! Uh. <laughs> she meant at night when you're in bed, not like when oh, you're going I, out I in public. Like at night, around. just just put some toothpaste <sighs> on it. It'll. And I'm like, if you want to ruin your sheets, yes. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, those are Jessica's hickey tips. Do not try that. It doesn't work. So, anyway, the girls all zip up their jackets when they go into the classroom, and Miss. Wiggins notices and basically tortures them all day. Right. Um, it's really hot funny, in the classroom. And she I, makes... I, I'm, on, I'm on the side of this teacher. Well, she keeps asking them, like, are you cold? And they're like, 
oh, yeah, you know, we just, yeah, we want to wear our jackets. It's kind of chilly. And then at one point she makes him get up and do like calisthenics in the middle of class. And Jana is just miserable and covered They're in sweat. They're just sweating. Yeah. yeah oh, it's horrible. So, however, there is one good announcement that day. Um, Wiggins announces that she has reserved the gym on Halloween night so that the class can have a party. So pretty exciting times at Mark Twain Elementary. The sixth grade class is going to have a Halloween party. That sounds like a great place for a climax. (laughs) A climactic scene of a book. Of a book. What? Did you read this book, Blake? I know how how to set up a plot. (laughs) I uh, I went to college. We're almost at the end of the first act, but we have one more more, uh, little thing to happen. So the time comes when the girls need to meet. And, you know, Jana has made her list. And she, Katie, she writes that she gets carried away with the women's movement and lectures too much. Remember, this is the list of their faults. That's what I, that's the what I tell everyone I've ever dated. I hand them the list of their faults. Like, you carried away with the women's movement too much. Maybe, listen, you, listen Libber, uh, you need to. I agree. You, I agree with women's need, lib. You need to unburn that bra and put it right back on. And Yeah, basically. Well. Anyway, Christy, another friend, uh, apparently she's so smart and just has to show off how smart she is all the time. And that, you know what? That repels boys. Boys don't want to know how smart, smart you are. They don't, they don't want women to be smarter than them. This is what Jana... Two for two. She don't, she don't miss. We love them <laughs> she, young, she, she dumb. Like, we love them young and dumb. That's, that's the saying. Okay. I'm glad it stops there. Mm-hmm. So, uh... And with toothpaste on their neck. <laughs> Beth, um, she over-dramatizes every little thing and has to upstage everybody. And Melanie doesn't know when to stop eating. That's what she writes oh, instead Jesus. of, because she wrote, like, fat and crossed it she out. She kept, like, crossing things out, yeah. yeah. That and, just sounds like a disorder, like an eating yeah. disorder. Well, anyway. So, and then Janet has a great idea before the meeting, and she's like, you know what? The world would be a better place if everyone... Just told everybody their faults, and we always oh, yeah. work to improve. There probably wouldn't be any more crime or even any oh. wars. Oh, yeah. The world would become a wonderful place, and it would all be because of the Fabulous Five and what they were starting on that historic day. She's going galaxy yeah. brain on this. They're, they are practicing radical honesty, and uh, <laughs> yep. she would. they would be giving TED Talks together now about yeah. – <laughs> So at their meeting that Saturday, they pass their list to each other, and everyone starts opening them, and then a pandemonium just breaks out. Like, it goes out great. Everyone's just like, okay, these are my faults. <laughs> this is what the point of the club was. Good. Let's work on these it guys. Turned into mean can... girls for okay, final act. So Jana's list, multiple people, <laughs> yes, said, multiple people said she was boy crazy and immature. And she, I feel like she overreacts to that. Is that because if people just said to me, Jessica, you're boy crazy and you're immature, I'd be like. You're a boy crazy Stacy. Oh, well. You... you... You're accusing me of being boy crazy, the person who has a blown up picture of a <laughs> local boy. No one knows that. No one knows that except for Miss Piggy, who is covering it. She'll never tell. So. No, don't they? The girls know. No. The other girls know. No, they don't. I that's thought she the, said they did. That's the most shameful thing I've ever heard of. Why would she tell? I don't think they know. Anyone? I don't think she's told thought, anybody about it. Mm, I thought that the other girls knew, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't. Okay, maybe they do, but I I thought they didn't. Um, they at least know she won't shut the hell up about that's Randy. That's true. She won't shut the hell up about Randy or probably any other boy that looks in her direction because later on she's even like, "Hey, that guy I thought was a nerd, not too bad." But they would probably assume that she has a uh, cardboard cutout 
of Randy, like Zach had of Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> yeah. Another, and Zach, a well-established sociopath. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but she was so offended that someone wrote boy crazy and immature that she could not believe her eyes. There were such horrible things. And she felt like, who could write that? Just not someone who's their friend. It felt like a giant hand was just squeezing her heart. None of her friends saw her for what she really was. Well, everyone gets upset when they read that they are too feminist, too smart, too fat, or uh, histrionic, whatever, too dramatic. Um, And so Jana goes home. It's pizza night. Pink comes, drops out the pizza, picks up the mom for bowling. She can barely eat her pizza. She's so upset. She goes home, and that's when she looks at Randy's poster and has the great idea that, you know what? She's going to prove that boys are crazy about her, and she's going to follow Taffy Sinclair's lead and get all her tips from her and learn how to do it. Just prove that she was fabulous and she didn't need her friends, her former friends. Again, Betsy Haynes has come up with a a great plot. (laughs) (laughs) Two for two. Two for two, Bets. So the next day at school, the Fab Five just start being mean to each other. They're sticking up their noses in the air as they pass. Beth is loudly calling They're out things. Sticking on the... their tongue out. <laughs> <laughs> Blowing raspberries at each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Beth makes loud smooching sounds when Jana walks by and says, if it isn't Randy Kerwin's lover girl. Oh my God. And guess who Jana almost runs into? Taffy Sinclair, who probably saw all of that unfurl. The nose sticking in the air, the raspberries blowing, the Randy Kerwin's yeah, lover yeah. girl. Just them losing it. Uh, I will say that when she's thinking that she doesn't say it, but when she's called the Randy lover, I, I forget who says it, Beth, maybe? I think it's or, Beth. Okay. She thinks in her head, she has the mentality of a houseplant, which is <laughs> a nice put down. It's a good put down. Definitely is. So the biggest problem comes at lunch. You know, she gets through the rest of the day. The Classic beginning problem, part of the day, you fine. You have lost all of your friends. Where do you sit? You know, she looks around. And uh, as she's trying to find a place to sit, she runs into Curtis Trowbridge, who is the nerd, uh, nerd, biggest nerd. nerd. Hold on. Let me find nerd of the world is how he Whoa. is described uh, by Jana. <laughs> and uh, Curtis asks if he can sit with Jana at lunch. And she kind of ignores him and just keeps walking to Taffy Sinclair's table because Taffy Sinclair is sitting by herself. And um, she sits down and Curtis just sits down with them. And tells them of this great plan where they're going to get Wiggins. And they're going to get Wiggins by everyone in the classroom sneezing at the same time. Oh my God. They're going to really get her. So I mean, they, this, is, this is like jerky boys level prank. You know, like, <laughs> this is jackass. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> hi, I'm Jana Morgan, have, and welcome to Jackass. I I hope they have the candid camera uh, cameras rolling because <laughs> they got to get this on tape. Well, Josh, what happens whenever everyone sneezes at exactly the same time at one fifteen? She turns around. I, uh, no, she she then treats them like sick little babies and makes them all blow their nose. Mm-hmm. She says, "Cause what? I'm high," and passes Kleenexes to everyone and makes everyone blow their nose. That is the stupidest. It is shit. dumb. You it can't, dumb. you can't, you can't get anything over on this teacher. She'll make you do make something. Make you blow for your nose. Time. Make you exercise. Yeah. Make you blow your nose. Humiliating. Make you stop having class for a few minutes and do some, do some weird thing. She's just a terror. She's a terror of Mark Twain Elementary. That's what I want to say. So uh, after school, Jana takes a different route home because she does not want to run into her former friends. 
And she... Always former. It's in all caps every time. Every time. Former. Friends. Former. So she follows Taffy, and Taffy is with two boys. And so she decides to observe Taffy as Taffy is walking with these boys. And she notices that Taffy flips her hair and twists her hips back and forth a lot whenever she's walking. Um, so at home, Janice starts practicing walking like Taffy in front of the full-length mirror in her mom's room. Just swinging her hips everywhere. <laughs> and the next day, she also takes a different route when walking to school, and she runs into Taffy, and Taffy says, hey, Jana, do you want to walk with me? And as they're walking, you know, Taffy tells Jana she knows why her former friends are mad at her. They are jealous because they know a boy that they all think is cute has a crush on Jana. And Jana just assumes that that boy is Randy Kerwin. Yeah. Obviously, he's in love with her. It's one of the cutest boys in sixth grade. It's got to be him. And so as they're talking, she's like, you know what? I think I have a different opinion about Taffy. I don't think she's so bad after all. Um, and you know what? I know how it feels to be misunderstood. And now I'm finding out who my true friend really is. And it's Taffy Sinclair. So over the next few days, they spend a lot of time together. And um, Jana spends a lot of time observing uh, Taffy. And um, Taffy also tells her that the rest of the Fabulous Five have been talking about Jana behind her back for a long time. Just snotty things, you know, just snotty things. Whatever. No, yeah, nothing really happens there. I do want to complain that Taffy, uh, at the end of lunch, blows up her sandwich bag and pops it, which she does seem like the kind of kid that would do that. I thought that was Jana that did that. Oh, I mean, Jana, Jana, yeah. not Taffy. Oh, no, she yeah, totally yeah, yeah. does. She eats her, yeah. what is her sandwich? It's always cream cheese and jelly, right? Yeah. 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 She eats that every day at lunch. What? Just my mom made us eat butter and jelly pretty much every day. Oh my Wait, God. butter and jelly? She peanut butter jelly. or just butter? You heard me. Could, butter. She couldn't afford the peanut, so just Well, maybe, butter. maybe which I didn't like peanut butter, so that's what she made me. Huh. Yeah. Maybe. Interesting. She's like, I got to make some weird shit for my strange <laughs> child who won't eat peanut butter. <laughs> so, um... This is when Taffy uh, starts introducing um, Jana to the concept of body language. Yeah. <laughs> How to, she's taking Jana under she's her like, wing. She's like Frank Luntz, the Fox News body language expert, or one of those body language expert people that Bill O'Reilly used to have on that was like, if you look here at John Kerry, the way that he holds his hands, you know he's lying, and he also probably uh, didn't really go to Vietnam. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Now they just have people who are like, the way uh, the way he's using his fingers here uh, actually proves Pizzagate is real. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was about exactly. to say Pizzagate, right? <laughs> uh, so um, instead, Jana um, invites, uh, or sorry, Taffy invites Jana over to her house to teach her body language. And during this period, she teaches her how to invade someone's private space, um, stand <laughs> and walk to look super important. And secret ways to send messages to cute boys. So the next day, uh, Jana goes on a mall trip with her mom to buy shoes and fabric to make her Halloween costume. Josh, what is Jana going to be for Halloween that her mom she's has dreamt up? She's going to be the Jolly Green Giant. That's right. Uh, the Jolly Green Giant. Hot. So she decides. And not a store-bought costume. Mom <laughs> no. is going to make it. Homemade. So uh, it was 84, right? Like, I don't know. 
Back then, it, you could only get masks of like Superman and like yeah, like it out. was like the really shitty plastic masks and the really shitty Smock. like vinyl smocks. Yeah, my mom, my yeah, my mom always made my costumes. The best costumes I ever had were when I was really small, and my mom and my aunt would collab to make them. Um, I'll post some pics. Maybe. I always had to make my own, so just throwing. I'm that not out gonna there. feel sorry for you. No, I mean they were badass, but I did. I made them. I was about child. to say he just wore a trash bag, and yeah. then I remembered last year for Halloween I just wore a trash bag. Oh yeah, you that, did. That tracks. Yeah. 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 And I also wrote balls on my head. Oh yeah. And <laughs> Instead Zach, of on Zach the Brown. mask. No, you wrote it on. No, the I mask. wrote it on the mask. No, you wrote on the mask, but you were trying to put it on your forehead. Yeah, and, we're and, like, I, Wait, and I was like, for- idiot, put it on the mask. <laughs> Anyway, so at the mall trip, Dana decides to practice body language on the cute young shoe salesman. Um, but then she doesn't want her mom to see. So they have a heart to heart at the Orange Julius. I don't know. They're somewhere at the mall. And Jana's mom is like, hey, I noticed that you're hanging out with Tammy Sinclair. But I also noticed that you're not hanging out with your former friends. And, you know, they have a conversation about how like their friends, her friends misjudged her and didn't understand her. And. She said, you know what? Sometimes people get carried away looking for other people's faults, and that's all they see. They even see faults that aren't there and miss all the really good points that a person has. The mom is the heart of this book, you know, just trying to mm-hmm. to teach her daughter. Yeah, she, she always comes in with these Alan Thicke-type speeches <laughs> to, to set her young Mike Seaver on the uh, right path. Mike, racism is bad. So. <laughs> Call back. Yeah, good. <laughs> So at school, Jana starts using body language like uh, Taffy's uh, poison dart eyes, which I'm guessing is just like an evil eye, on her former friends to send them hate messages. Um, And then she starts using her body language on cute boys, right? Taffy suggests, hey, you got to try it. She's dropping it low. (laughs) She's doing the the whap. (laughs) She's doing hip drills. You just got to do it. And they're outside on the school playground. And Mark and Scott and Randy are all standing right there. And Taffy's like, now's the time. And she's like, you know what? I'm not ready, but I guess I better do it because Taffy is forcing me to approach these boys. And that's when Randy notices Jana approaching and he waves her over and Jana gets so excited. And then Randy asks her, hey, um, can I copy your math homework? Because I totally forgot to do my homework last night. And the other boys are like, yeah, uh, we didn't do ours either. Can we copy your math homework? And Jana is just like so super flattered. She's yes. so oh. sure that her. This, this is a total dude's rock moment. Because <laughs> one after another, just, yeah, can I get that homework too? And she is just like, I can't believe it all worked. They they want my homework. They don't want like the the math genius's homework christy or whoever yeah i think it's christy who's the smart friend they want mine it's because my body language worked so well on these boys so um at lunch she's sitting with taffy like she normally does and randy comes and sits with them but he sits next to taffy but she's pretty sure it's so he can look at her while they're talking it's not because you know he likes taffy or anything it's because he wants to be able to look at Jana. but guess who sits next to Jana? freaking curtis trowbridge the son of nerd, nerd of the world just showing up sitting down and always he, just showing up <laughs> and he announces that wiggins is going to give a best costume award prize at the halloween party and he keeps getting closer and closer to jana and jana keeps getting further and further away 
and she hears a commotion, and it's her four former friends. They are all sitting together, so they're all friends again, by the way. Right, yeah. They've all become friends again, and they're all pointing and laughing. Sometimes you got to bond over mutual hatred. You got Sometimes that's what happens. Sometimes that's how the best friends are formed. I mean, I'm not going to lie. So she notices that the four girls are all pointing and laughing at Jana and Curtis, and she's pretty sure that they have put Curtis up to this to embarrass her in front of Randy and the rest of the school. And she leaves the lunchroom because she's very upset that, number one, all her friends are hanging out without her. Yeah. <laughs> that they've all gotten over their fight and they're all Mindy, hanging out. Mindy Kaling cover. <laughs> exactly. And the answer's yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she's convinced her friends are jealous about Randy and they paid Curtis to humiliate her. And, and she also says Curtis looks like he belongs in Mad Magazine, which is <laughs> another good insult. Burned. Poor Curtis. Uh, so, uh, Taffy comes out to meet Jana after she storms out of the lunchroom and she suggests, hey, you know what? Just call Randy. See how he feels about you. Just freaking ask him. So, um, in class, Wiggins suggests a Halloween party planning committee and appoints Curtis as chairman. Guess who the first person he picks is? Blake. Uh, Taffy Sinclair. Jana, come on, Blake. I don't, I, I only know Who does he sit by at lunch? I don't know any names except for that one to the title. Uh, Taffy's the number two draft pick, though. Yeah, yeah. T- t- she is number two. Sally, he's Beth, just and pick- Randy. He keeps picking all the hot girls in class. <laughs> Risk, risk, uh, once again, dudes rock. Respect, yeah. Curtis, you Respect mad magazine looking nerd. <laughs> so mm, I will take that girl, that girl, <laughs> all the hotties. Uh-huh. They're uh-huh. on my committee, and I'm in charge. Sounds right. Yep, sounds about right. Yep. So you picked Randy, which is a real. Uh, uh, <laughs> A real boner move, man. Yeah. So Janet goes back home and she decides, you know what? I am going to take Taffy's advice. I'm going to call Randy. And uh, she gets really scared and nervous and goes and like puts on her mom's makeup over her zits, even though, I mean, she's just calling. No, him. I get it. Yeah. I, 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 I understand. I, yeah. Yeah. But it's still pretty funny that she's smearing like makeup on her face and primping before she calls him. <laughs> but before I call a girl to ask her out, I put on a full tuxedo and top hat. <laughs> this track. I, I rent. I also rent it first. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and then Jana, who just has brilliant idea after brilliant idea, decides that she is going to disguise her voice when she calls Randy. This and- is where I wrote in Princess Christ, girl, <laughs> and pretend to be someone else and ask how he feels about Jana. So she tests a couple things. One is a uh, sock over the mouthpiece. Doesn't work well enough. <laughs> she, she needs, needs one of those like voice modulators. <laughs> uh, like, like she's a ghost face. Yeah, she needs one of those. I had one of those. Or jigsaw or something. Actually, I really did have something called a yak back. I had that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could like those modify your voice. And I would, my friends and I, I was way too old to have this. My grandpa got it for me for Christmas. Nice. And uh, so yeah, yeah. my friends and I would literally like record ourselves on it and then play our back, our voices back distorted to prank call people all the time. <laughs> like we would call local restaurants. Like this is what seventh grade girls do. you can just record do. one thing and then it plays that one thing. Over and over. Yeah. Like you so could you could only really that. say one thing on the prank call. Yeah. Like I remember one time we called Smart. KFC and we asked how large their breasts were and we thought we were so nice. funny. But you did it in a voice like, how large are your breasts? <laughs> yeah. Pretty and much. they're like, they're uh, the size of a regular chicken. Hey, they start describing it. They probably get that prank all the time. From I'd be like, double D's, baby. From 14-year-old girls who are just bored. 
Um, so what I record into mine is uh, get your angry uh, no or get your no good keister off my property before I pump <laughs> your guts full of lead. Right. Nice. Pretty good. Um, so she finally decides that she'll disguise her voice by shoving her mouth full of cotton balls, which just makes me cringe. Brilliant. <laughs> Number one, I see cringe because that there's certain things that I think that, about my that teeth. Feel? That the feel. That feel. Is yeah. that a normal thing? It's a it's a terrible feel. Like ugh. ugh. I, yeah. Oh, just it's a it's a texture thing, but it is, it is. it's one of those textures that just the thought of that against my teeth Ugh. is disgusting. Me me like about. when you go to a dentist and they put the cotton in your mouth, like after they've uh, done some work or something to like absorb any of the blood. Yeah, at the that? dentist, the cotton is the uncomfortable part. Well, it's all uncomfortable for me because I have horrible teeth, and they're always like, "Oh, we have to do twenty fillings today," and whatever. Anyway, and I think she even spits out the mouthful the first time and then has to redo it because it's just so gross yeah, even yeah. to her. But yeah. just, just like drool running down her face. Yeah. Like, time to call this cute boy. <laughs> and so what we know about Jana is that she's obsessed with Randy and that she already knows his birthday and his full name, his parents' professions, how many siblings he has and what pets he has, and his dad's car and license plate number. Stalker. <laughs> <laughs> because she saw it like parked outside the grocery store once and memorized it. It's all normal stuff to to know about your crush. It normal is normal world. I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys about spy teching sometime. I'll let uh, you into yeah. the secret world of spy teching that women do, or at least me and my Ugh. sister did. Blake, do you know about spy teching? Uh, no. Does it involve yakbacks? Nope, not at all. Do you guys want me to tell you what it is? Is it just stalking? What the fuck are you talking it's about? Low, it's low-key stalking. Just, okay. lo, just a little low-key stalking. Basically, what you do is you find out where the boy you have a crush on lives, and then you, you wait you, until late at night, and you drive by his house to see, number one, if his car is there. This is, by the, by the way, everyone has to be old enough to drive or else this doesn't this work. This is a felony. Yeah, this is called stalking. No, yeah. it's not. No. It's spy teching. So you just all you do is you drive by to see if his car is there to see if he's at home and see if anyone else's car from school that you might know is there, like another girl. Like a girl. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's and all then you do. You slash that bitch's tires. No, 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 no. <laughs> you just drive no, you by don't. and you're like, you don't you know, want her to be stuck you're, there. You're, you're, you're like, okay, well, Nathan, so and so is at home. So I'm glad he's not out with like another girl. Like it just, I don't know why you do it, but like my it's sister nice and I. It's name spy teching. We would of- call it spy teching. Yeah. And I remember as we got older, we had a routine. <laughs> and by older, I mean college age. Uh, but basically we just like to, uh, at the time, get high and drive around. So it was just an excuse to uh, be high and drive around and listen to like the flaming lips. And we would drive by, like, uh, guys' houses or apartments that we liked and just see if their lights were on or whatever. And if, if they were home, what we would do is we would pump some fumes into their house <laughs> to knock them out. So that way they couldn't go out and no. couldn't see another girl. No. Spy tech. Spy- yes. <laughs> but the first, the first part of spy teching is you have to break into a cop's car, uh-huh. search their database to find out where the cute boy lives. No, you would then just... You- Look, you would just find you out just naturally. Him home from, right. <laughs> no, you just know. Like, number one, the town we came from was very small. So you knew where a lot of people just how, lived. How many people have you chloroformed in your life? No, no one. I've never chloroformed anybody. All right. Trust yeah, me. It took you a while to answer or that. Or <laughs> you find out where they live because maybe they've invited you over once before. So you could drop off a textbook or whatever. Or 
you know, there was a party there once and you went. It's not like you go out of your way to like find the address. You just know now. Because you're just okay, fine. Yeah, you're not not none of this involves going out of your way. You're just driving around anyway. Or maybe you work with them and their address is on the employee uh, roster and you can just see it. This is a very last generation thing to do because now it's just like uh, Instagram. I, I already know all this information. That's true. Now you don't have to do this stuff. Like you know everything about everyone if they have a social media account. So yeah. back then there was some mystery. You didn't know who was dating. You had who. the stock. You had to spy tech. Yeah, that's you didn't what you know if they were it. at sure. a. You didn't know if they were at a concert. You didn't know if they were out eating dinner somewhere, taking pictures of their food. You just had to like drive by their house and see. Now you just look at their Snapchat location tags. Mm-hmm. Yep. Thank God for those. Spy tech. What we've lost. We've lost so <laughs> much. Guys. Oh, God. That was embarrassing. So anyway. They killed malls. <laughs> so Jana calls Randy. This is her version of spy teching. Uh, because she already knows everything about him. And with her uh, mouth, with the cotton balls in her mouth, it just kind of sounds like she has a cold because he keeps asking her to repeat herself. And um, she asks him how he feels about Jan. And he says, look, how I feel about Jana Morgan is none of your business. How I feel about anyone is private and something I'll tell that person when I want to. So then Jana realizes, you know what? Randy's crazy about me. <laughs> like he wouldn't have said that unless he was crazy about me. Right. Yeah, yeah. Who Come would? On. Yeah. Come on. Um, someday I'll tell you. And guys, you, told, you also say like he was like, "Who the fuck is this?" <laughs> uh, someday I'll tell you guys about uh, three-way calling and what my girlfriends from school used to make me do. So we'll talk about that another Not time. Though. Good. Not good at all. We did keep this to a tight forty-five. <laughs> it's a tight fifty-seven. Uh, we are going over. Let's, we're let's, we're almost done. Let's we're keep almost it up the done. Pace. So the next day at school, Taffy's friends show up. And her former friends, I'm sorry, I didn't say it right. They are all wearing T-shirts that are identical. Guess what the T-shirts say? Josh, do you know? I do know because I read the book. We hate Jana. Jana sucks. The Against Jana Morgan Club. (laughs) That is not what they say. They say the fabulous four. (laughs) So the Beatles. That's already a thing. I have a huge problem with these shirts. Mm -hmm. And it is that they did not wear the fabulous five shirts Cross out right, the five and right. write four. Because that's right. an extra little uh. Yeah. Well, I believe that Jana does that in her notebook, right? She goes home and lists she, more faults, but she takes the yeah. old notebook. And the, and she had written the fabulous five on the notebook, and that's where she started recording just like the initial thought she had. And then she goes home and she crosses that out and writes fabulous four, and then she just writes like insults about them all night. Uh, burn, now book. it's a burn book. It's a one a burn book for, it is, one, for one mean girl. Well, for one, we go to the four girls. She writes that these girls are um, the fugliest <laughs> sluts she's ever met. She writes that they are jealous, dumb, ugly, snotty, stupid, gross, mean, nerds, and conceited. And then she keeps adding to that list bratty, impolite, spoiled, and the worst insult of all flat chested. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, ouch. Um, and she's like, I don't know why. I don't know why Janice acting like she's popping out. We have not established this at all. No, not at all. But you know what? We do learn that at some point that Jana still does her chest exercises at night before bed. So she's still working on that. Yeah. So, um, later on that day, there is a phone call from Beth, but not Randy, stupid Randy. And Beth demands to know what Taffy Sinclair is saying about her because. Uh, I kind of forgot to mention this, but during a Halloween party planning committee meeting, uh, 
Taffy is pretty sure that Beth is forcing Curtis to sit closer. And, no, Beth is moving closer and closer to Jana, which is forcing Jana to move closer and closer to Curtis in front of Randy. And it's embarrassing her. And she leans over and she's like, just wait. I'm going to tell everybody what I heard about you. And that's when Beth calls her later on that day. And she says, um, <laughs> Taffy is your only friend. So obviously Taffy's been saying shit about me. And I want to know what it is. And that's when Jenna says, um, when Taffy says something, it's the truth. If it hadn't been for her, I wouldn't know how jealous you are of me and how you've been telling everybody in school that I'm boy crazy and you're just trying to get revenge on me. And then that's when Beth drops the bomb. She says, well, it must be true what Taffy says about you. I saw her in the girls' bathroom after school today and she was laughing like crazy. I asked her what was so funny, and she said, Jana Morgan is trying to talk to boys in body language, but the way she does it <laughs> looks like baby talk. And that's not all she said either. She said, you think that Randy Kerwin likes you, but he doesn't. The only boy who likes you is Curtis Trowbridge. No! Wait, is he nerd? nerd He's board? nerd yeah, of yeah. the world. And mad, that's mad. Jana slams down the phone and looks over, and her mom and Pink saw everything, and she slams to her room. And that's when she realizes that Taffy Sinclair still hates her. She hates her just as much as she did back the previous year when they had the club against her. And you know what? She saw the chance to make Jana look like an idiot in front of her friends and Randy Kerwin and the rest of sixth grade. And that's when she starts playing. She starts practicing her body language to see if it looks like baby talk. And her mom walks in the room <laughs> and sees her doing that. And her mom's like, uh, are you practicing flirting? And Jana says, uh, no. And her mom says, well, it sure looked like flirting to me. And if you learned it in school, I'd be willing to bet it wasn't from Miss Wiggins. There's nothing wrong with flirting, Jana, or body language, or whatever you want to call it. Flirting is only good for one thing, though, attracting someone's attention. After that, you have to let that person see you for what you really are. Another another, another lesson from the heart for mom. Mm -hmm. And then back to watching bowling. <laughs> uh, so uh, Jana decides that she's ready to apologize to her friends that she knows that deep down she had started everything because it had been her who said hey uh we need to tell each other our faults and she didn't know that everything would get so carried away and so she opens her notebook to record good things about herself such as kind of animals healthy Which and is, friendly it, it's funny because her number one she says kind of animals and then she knows that she doesn't have a pet but she wants a dog and a horse <laughs> If she's kind to animals, I hope she doesn't have pepperoni on that pizza. That's uh, all I have to say. That's what I'm saying. Yep. So, um, and that's doesn't when she... get sick. Yeah. I, I love her good points. I mean, honestly, when I was reading this, I was like, damn, these are my good points. I'm kind <laughs> to animals and I don't get sick that much. And you're pretty friendly, Josh. Yeah. There you uh... go. <laughs> He's kind to cats. So um, that's when uh, Jana, as she's listening to her good points, can't help remembering that her former friends had good points too. And she had to admit that she hadn't thought about them for a long time. But what was the point in thinking about their good points when they certainly weren't thinking about hers? And that's when she realizes that she was all alone and she didn't have a single friend. Not Randy. Not her four former friends. Not even Taffy Sinclair. So... Now it's the night of the Halloween party. And I knew it. Jana's theory. <laughs> knew that other shoe was going to drop. Jana has a theory on Halloween, and she says it's the dumbest holiday of the year. No. Oh, no. 
Since getting people to see each other for what they really are is supposed to be important, why does everyone get dressed up like somebody else? Mm-mm. I'm on team fuck Jana. <laughs> so she shows up in her Jolly Green, cost- Jolly green Giant she's, costume. She is showing who she really is, the Jolly Green Giant. That's right. <laughs> and she's looking around, scoping up the competition for the prize, and she realizes that Taffy's costume, the Tooth Fairy, is her only real competition. <laughs> the Tooth Fairy? <laughs> Although Curtis's Charlie Chaplin pretty good he even does the waddle with yeah the cane. he's walking around yeah that's the uh the outfit that's really hard to not look like hitler well you just wear the bowler cap and you yeah. have the cane in the suit the obviously s- you're not hitler the second the hat is gone you're hitler. he yes. should he should have gone as a post huac committee broken old man charlie chaplin alone in his house just yeah. destroyed by uh, being unable to work anymore that's the uh, chaplain he should have he should have been but he still had his child still bride. Waddling. Still had his child bride. So it's fine. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So um, the Fab Four shows up and they are all dressed as scarecrows. And it looks like they're having fun. And eh, not great. Jana misses her friends. And so the costume contest is about to start. And Jana's pretty sure that she would win as the Jolly Green Giant. But she decides to change last minute. Well, she also keeps getting chased around. Oh, I forgot. That's right. There is a monster by, that by keeps chasing back. her. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And um, Curtis says he thinks she looks like Kermit, or he guesses she's Kermit. Well, it's because I think she has her jacket on still over it or and something. And she's like, she's like, no, she's like bent over, like being sad. Yeah. So um, before the costume contest judging, she changes out of her costume and they have a parade and everyone walks around in a circle. It sounds like a very like kindergarten thing to do. And then after everyone is done parading their costume around, um, Wiggins, to determine who the winner is, walks around the circle and she stands about above each student and holds her handkerchief above them to get applause to determine the winner. So for each student, she holds her handkerchief above their head. Much like at, much like the dance contest at the Max when uh, Max goes around with the applause meter. Applause meter. Just <laughs> re- uh, relating all this back to Saved by the Bell from now on. So. If you want to know what Deanna changed into, during the parade, she did unzip her jacket. And what was she wearing underneath that jacket, Josh? Can I tell you what I thought she was going to do? What did you think she was going to do? Well, let's first just say what she thought. She was, she's wearing a shirt that says... The it's fabulous. her Fabulous Five t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What did you think she was going to do? Well, what happens? And then I'll... Well, then um, they unveil the... Um, the winners, it's Taffy, first place, Tooth Fairy, and Curtis, second place. And the girls, you know, they see her in her Fab Five t-shirt, and they all become friends again. Even though Janet is boy crazy, it doesn't matter. They like her anyway. Don't they all run over to her after everything's done? Is, yeah, they're really correct? excited. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Is, is wearing the shirt enough to, for them to see that she's had this internal change? I didn't... I. I don't know about that one, Haynes. Yeah, that seemed a little, I guess it is, but it seemed a little out there to me, too. Like, I. A bit, Pat. A bit. Come on. Come on. What Um, what I thought she was going to do is come out just dressed as herself, didn't even think about that, and say, Here I am. It's me. I'm dressed as a monster because I'm a monster. (laughs) And then they would forgive her because she's admitting to being the monster that she is. 
Uh, who am I this Halloween? Well, I'm the scariest monster of all, <laughs> myself. Yeah, that's true. And that's when... Uh, Probably like, a little dark for this book for her to do that, I guess. <laughs> the girls are all talking, and that's when uh, Jana goes like, hey, you know, I am boy crazy, so where the hell has Randy been all night? And they're like, uh, hello, he's the hunchback that has been chasing you, oh, Jana. All night. Ooh. So the book ends with Jana's realization that Taffy Sinclair could have her body language. I didn't need it anymore. I had a new plan. After all, hadn't Randy followed me around the gym making monster noises during practically the entire Halloween party? That's how we flirt, by the way. That's how dudes <laughs> flirt. It's, it's true. <laughs> I, anytime I'm trying to flirt, I walk uh, like Frankenstein's monster, and I just keep going, yeah, grunt. <laughs> so um, Jana just assumes that he's probably starting to get a little bit crazy about her now that he could see her for what she really was. And she takes down her Miss Piggy poster, and she gives him a big wink, and she says, I'll get you yet, to her Randy poster, and snuggles into bed. Oh, boy. Still with so the Randy poster. Once again, we have a book that ends with, like, a psych... Like, a, I, this is a psychopath we're dealing with. <laughs> I will get you yet. Like, a horror movie ending. Yeah, it's... An, it's, it's... I don't I, know. It's good. Didn't did she not already get him? I mean, no, not yet. She was no. Uh, he like, was kind of talking. She him. also realized he, he's just he's being nice and friendly. Look, he is going to be crazy for her soon. He's just starting out now. Yeah, she wants full fledged crazy about her. So hunchback stalking isn't isn't crazy yet. Not yet. Okay. The next one is called "I Will Have You, Randy." <laughs> I know where you live, Randy. You know, it just goes on and on. Like, I know what car you drive. I am just stock teching, Randy. Spy teching. Spy teching. Sorry, stock teching. It should be called no, stock Well, she's going to be stock teching, yeah. She's a little bit scarier than me. I never memorize license plates, okay? That is freakish. Gross. Especially license plates of parents. Ew. Of parents, yeah, yeah, Why yeah. would you want to know that? So is there like a return of Sa- return of Taffy Sinclair? Um, Third book? crap there i mean yeah. there is a third book um, there's, there's what eight books there's 11 oh, no. 11 <laughs> in the taffy here's why i did my research last so there are 11 books in the taffy sinclair series um but then there is a spin-off series from taffy sinclair that follows these five friends as they go into junior high and these books are called the fabulous five series and they take place in the real town of bridgetown connecticut um, the series ended in 1992, but basically it offered alternate perspectives from all the girls, unlike the Taffy Sinclair books, which are this always is, told from Jana's point of view. This is just her biting the Babysitter's Club. I mean, just biting yeah. the whole, that format, right? Babysitter's Club yeah, wasn't yeah. out yet, so. Oh, really? Okay. I think Babysitter's Club was 86. So I think they were just starting to realize like, oh, we should just do series and monopolize this content. Uh, not monopolize, but mo- <laughs> capitalize on this content yeah sorry monetize it yeah um there are 32 books in the fabulous five series and then there are four super editions so a lot of books in the fab five that we can look forward to i mean if you're interested josh and knowing what you know maybe knowing how uh katie uh feels about being the feminist or maybe how melanie feels about being the chubby one you know maybe we need their point of views i'm excited to read Katie helps Jana bury Randy's body after <laughs> after she kidnaps him and accidentally murders him because the, the true friends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what your friend should do. Um. So yeah. So basically, there are spinoff novels where you can follow the adventures of all these girls 
told from their perspectives. I don't know, though, if there are ever any from Taffy's perspective. That's something I should look into. That would be a crime. What's funny is the Taffy Sinclair series are never told from her point of view, as far as I can tell. They're all Janna's. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wonder I think how she feels. She's 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 a complicated character. Well, Taffy does become a soap star at some point, so you know how she feels? <laughs> F you, everyone. Yeah, Kiss exactly. my A. Why yeah. did I say kiss my A? <laughs> like, what yeah. is this? It's funny. I'm trying to be polite. That's all. It's a kid's show. It is. So yeah. um, that's the book. Uh, Josh, it has a 3.6 on Goodreads out of 80 reviews. What did you give it? I think I gave it three. I think I gave it a I three and I said 3.5 maybe. Yeah, I did. I did three. Four. I didn't like it as much as the first one, but I liked it. I still liked some of the funny asides that Jana has. Yeah. Um, we didn't really focus on those as much as we did. But the first one that you pointed out where she is like, look, I'm going to focus on my body, too, because that's what boys see first. Like these are these are funny yeah. asides that she has. And I don't think we focus on those as much this time. But um, there's still some uh, funny comments in there. I kind of want to know more about Taffy being a soap star. So I kind of want to keep reading the series. Maybe Josh, how do you feel? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm into it. I like the series. Would you read a fabulous five? Less interested in those. I don't know why it would depend on the plots. Okay. I'll look them up. Which girl would you want to know more about the feminist? The Yeah, no, it'd be her. It'd be the, okay. It wouldn't be the yeah. girl who's dramatic or the girl who's too chubby, I guess, or the girl who's too smart. It's the feminist. Yeah. I okay. mean, yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Uh, so Katie. So we need to find some Katie Fabulous Five books. Yeah. Um, but I'll look into that and see what I can find. So um, anyway, I guess. All right. It's time to wrap this up. Making good time. Not bad for us, guys. Um, our oh, next... this, isn't, this, what's, this isn't the next one. What is the next one? No, uh, it is. It's almost Halloween It's time? almost Halloween. Um, our next book is The Babysitter Part Two by R.L. Stein. Ooh. We're going to revisit the world of Ginny, the babysitter. <laughs> I forgot the first one. I, I don't remember, and I yeah. read it. Guys, just go back and listen to the first episode. Um, all of the R.L. Steins r- are running together all at once. I will say, this, as I am is reading Halloween this, night? <laughs> is this Halloween night? Is it Halloween night? No. <laughs> um, it's the is one it where Halloween she, night, too? Where she... Uh, <laughs> It's the one where she's obsessed with the little boy with like the perfect bowl cut and like blonde hair, remember? And she becomes his babysitter. And there's like oh, a weird and the stalker. Dad, like the and the, the dad, yeah, because his child had died from like the neglectful throwing, babysitter. He's like throwing girls into like a quarry. <laughs> well, he tries to throw her into a quarry, but oh, she dude. moves yeah. out of the way and he just dives right <laughs> over and dies. Um, That's right. Okay. Yeah. I will say, as I'm reading this book, I This think- is different than the friend that tries to keep killing them, right? Like that's, the friend that goes crazy. That's that's, that's Halloween, Halloween night. night. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Those are two friends in Halloween night, right? There's the friend from the first book that goes crazy because of oh, the yeah, divorce. Yeah, yeah. And then it's a different yeah. friend in the yeah. second book. Okay. Um, no, and this one, as I'm reading it, I've realized that this is R.L. Stein's masterpiece. I really think out of everything we've read, it's his best written book. You do know he wrote that blob that walks down the street or whatever, right? <laughs> I know he wrote about the blob that walks he down the street. He wrote the... The blob that wore tennis shoes. <laughs> the Secret Lives of Garden Gnomes or whatever that, that one was. There was that one. He was also like the werewolves at a camp where I camped. and um, The Abominable Snowman of Pasadena. That was uh-huh, a masterpiece. That was, yeah. Uh, 
the tongue that licked people to death. <laughs> the Slappy World series. Um, the, the ghost dog who barked all night. <laughs> the, the haunted comb. The spooky swing at the playground that swings by itself even when no wind is blowing. <laughs> yeah, you're just doing Are You Afraid of the Dark? Sorry. <laughs> That's pretty much what they are. Um, so I think it's his best work that we have read so far. I am actually kind of having fun with this one. I'm enjoying it. And Crystal will be back um, to talk about it with us. She was with us on the first uh, Babysitter book. So she is coming back for that one. So go back and listen to the first Babysitter episode and be prepared for more uh, insights from us, I guess, on the uh, classic work of R.L. Stein. What is there left to say about this fucker? Uh, <laughs> I think this book can, is great. Can we skip his biography this time and just get right into it? Oh, feel, we're just going to get uh, right yeah, into yeah, it. Yeah. We I don't feel need, like we've done that. Yeah, we don't need to talk about him. I don't need in, Josh in to pull one out of Stein a, book. Actually, I'm going to do a little bit of spy teching on R.L. Stein. Oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to drive out to his house. and. Uh, Does he live in like I'll, Ohio? I'm going to find out once I've seen I pull his, his house. plates. It's, it's an old haunted... It's like a spooky house, like what Stephen King has. It's like an old... Well, I'm going to tell you... Who's staying the there? And if he's alone, and if he's sleeping with anyone? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. I gotta know these things, so let me know. Uh, I've actually seen pictures of his wedding, so I know what see, his wife looks like. You see both Hadid sisters walking out of his house early in the what? morning. Bella what? and Gigi. <laughs> this guy's Gigi a player. Gigi just had a baby. What's going on? <laughs> this is nuts. She's talking about who he's sleeping with, and it's like <laughs> it's R.L. Stein. He's not. He's not fucking. Uh, uh, uh what's his name? Don Juan. Anyway, I okay. pulled it out. I pulled it out. My go-to reference for uh, uh, a guy who's sleeping with a lot of people would have been, he's not Bill Bellamy in Def Jam's How to Be a Player. Nice. <laughs> Good job. Uh, Josh, do you have anything you want to recommend to our listeners this week? Oh, Pin 15? Pin 15! Yeah. I was going to do the was, same! Was that the answer? That's... I thought you were setting me up to say something obvious. I love Pin 15 Season 1, and Pin 15 Season 2 is dropping... This Friday, um, this Does episode... Does Hulu put everything out at once, or is it just one episode? It better be all out at once, or I'm going to be pissed. Because... No, is that what they normally do on Hulu? Uh, well, they do Handmaids one by one. They I... do. But that's on a different channel, right? No, it's and a then... Hulu original series. Yeah. I think they do one by one, then. I think they'll all drop at once, because uh, it's not a prestige... There's only going to be, like, seven. I, we don't need to burn all these in one night here. I'm, I'm trying to savor these. Wait, I'm checking. Anyway, we have been rewatching be season one. One, one at so. a time. You do want it that way? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I prefer that because Jessica will try to make me binge it all one night. We're going to end up and watching it. I know it like I will. Five times. Yeah, it's, it's the best. We probably watched the first season like five or six times now, right? More than that. Literally more than that. Anytime I'm sad, I'm like, Blake, can we watch Pin 15 from the yeah, beginning? We're going through it again. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, it's, all, it's all out on at, at once. Oh my God, I'm so excited. We might yeah, have to have. Always- we might have to There's have only seven episodes, episode. but there were ten in season one. They had to cut production short. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So yeah. But I will say that's that right. we discussed this before about how yeah. they should have put them in a bubble and not the or NBA. It was the Babysitters Club that we thought should be in a bubble, but I think yeah. the Pin Fifteen girls should also be yeah. in a bubble. Every show needs a bubble. Brendan should be in that. You bubble. want all girls, all teen girls, put in bubbles? Nothing weird about this. Just put them all in one place where they can't only leave. the teen girls that entertain me. On TV shows that I watch. Uh, this is sitcoms. better. This is not, <laughs> uh, not good. Uh, Netflix sitcoms, guys. Come on. Um, yeah, watch Pin 15. It's great. If you haven't watched it yet, what are you doing? Watch it. It's the best. 
Um, that's my recommendation. Blake, anything you want to add? Can I re- well, I also recommend Pit Pit Fifteen. Um, listen to other podcasts on our network. Mm-hmm. I have a newer one. It's called Discographology with my band. We talk about music. And in case you have trouble searching for it, it's the word discography with an ology at the end. Just type in more of that. Can I say something? Mm-hmm. I never want to hear a single word about Nirvana again. I, I feel about Nirvana the way I feel about R.L. Stein. I I've still never listened to a Nirvana album, but after oh listening God. to these, uh, I know way too much about Kurt's wardrobe. It, <laughs> Kurt's wardrobe I do like is that. interesting. I do like. <laughs> I'm blown away that you continued to listen to the whole series of it, even though you've never you didn't even go like, "Hey, I should listen to it in I'm utero. shocked. Like, I heard clips. They they put clips. Yeah, he puts clips. Did in there. you did you hear the one today? Because we're we are moving into a different uh, territory. Oh, wait, is that one dropped or was that? There's one today, but it's a it's a pregame. Uh, okay, no, I know what you're doing. But we're going in, <laughs> in different directions. Um, I'm I'm excited about this. Yeah, yeah. So the first band's discography that we covered was was Nirvana. Uh, despite what Josh says, it's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my other... I didn't say it's not good. I just said I don't. I, I we don't, don't listen to Nirvana. We're done. We're also no done talk. We're, we're sick of talking about Nirvana. We made that very. Just clear. wait till you guys start doing like Neil Young and shit. We're How not exciting gonna, is that going to do? Like we're not forty albums. We're not Bob doing, Dylan. <laughs> not doing those. Not going. Where do you do draw it. the line? Basement tapes volume. Not gonna <laughs> do it. Fifty five. Got a question? Yeah. Where do you guys draw the line at length? Like at albums? Like okay, so. Uh, like Hole only has like three real albums, right? Look, as the number Three's one, number me. one Hole fan, uh-huh. fan in the uh, Springfield area, they have four albums. Do the three and an EP. They had. Oh, I forgot Nobody's Daughter. I forgot about that one because nobody listened. Well, to I them. I didn't because I'm the number one Hole <laughs> fan in the right. in the four one seven area. Well established. Uh, w- yeah. Would it it? Here's what I'm gonna guess. As long as they're doing different stuff, like if it's someone who's like does something new with different albums it would still be interesting to talk about like kanye uh no he's banned he is a he's banned from the podcast um cutting all this i'm coming on the podcast (laughs) yeah he's he's he leaked text today between him and blake so Uh, where but ask but where do you draw the line like is it 10 albums like oh god we we you guys could barely get through the nirvana so yeah we drew the i mean we don't have a line yet because I mean, five was a chore, but we want to do artists that have like 10 plus. Okay. So I, just, I don't know. I didn't know, know if there was a line We're firmly fi- drawn It's yet. a new podcast. We're figuring it out mm-hmm. as we go along. Let me talk we about We want my... you to establish the rules now. Yeah. Let me talk about podcast. my other my other podcast. is called Shelf Life with my friend Adam. And it, it as of, by the time you hear this, Shelf Life's going to be back, baby. So uh, look that up. About freaking time. I need to hear my toy boys. It's about toy collecting and other nerdy pursuits mm-hmm. okay so uh if you are interested you can follow us on instagram we are at are you there pod yeah subscribe uh rate us um we are two reviews short of making josh read my sweet audrina so we need two written reviews two more and then i'm gonna buy up every josh copy of my sweet audrina in the world and <laughs> Throw it's them too late. in the bottom I of a well. I have a copy and you'll get it out of my cold, dead hands, Josh. I am clearly going to be doing some spy teching around your house while you guys are asleep. <laughs> can we? I will be helping myself to that. Instead, can we watch a Lifetime series on one of the 
I already watched the Flowers in the Attic series. No, there's there's like a lifetime there's like a Castile family. Series. Yeah, we should watch there's that instead one. of the. No, another sound fun. Another Meet podcast. Andrew, already, not fun. Another, BC Andrews sucks. Another podcast already did that, so I'm not going to. Oh, do they that. did the show. BC Andrews mm-hmm. books are long. They sounded and, horrible. Yes, like at least with R.L. Stein, I can knock these things out in an afternoon. You liked Flowers in the Attic, so don't. No, the first one's fine. The first one is fine. Okay, my sweet Audrina could be the same way because there's only one. There might be a sequel that. uh, What's the guy's name who wrote Andrew something? Uh, Who was the the ghostwriter for V.C. Andrews? Yeah, Yeah. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. But anyway. But anyway. Whatever. It's, just review us so we can make Josh read My Sweet Aldrina. Just two more written reviews, guys. Come on. There's a ton of V.C. Andrews at the Springfield Library book sale that I went to tonight. <laughs> and I just walked past that <laughs> shit. Didn't want, didn't want to look at it. Just kept on cruising. That's solid. That That's gold right there. And you passed it up. It was enough that she had her own little placard that said, V.C. Andrews, not as big much as the Dean Koontz, which was just jo- like Josh flipped it off. Tables. Don't even respect her that much to do. All right. Well, it's my bedtime, so life yeah, in plastic. Too. No, that's your catchphrase. Just stop it. <laughs> what? Don't. Uh, uh, more. Uh, I, I can't remember your sign off for that. We don't have one. Okay. That's why I can't remember it. More of that. Remember, that's what it should listen be. Listen to some music. <laughs> remember to listen to some <laughs> music. Okay. Anyway. Babysitter 2 next time. So uh, until then, see you later, horse girls. Mm